how much do online personal trainers make and how does it compare to being a PT on the gym floor? So here is some data on average salary of offline PTs. I think this is the best place to start because we can see that the average salary is 27K for a UK personal trainer in London, slightly more, 32 and a half thousand. And the average UK fitness instructor is 18,579. So with cost of living crisis, aka COSI lives, that is less and less of a livable wage. So we're very much seeing the trend of people moving into online or at least trying to hedge their bets and say, I just need to build an online offering, scale my income a bit more. And don't worry, you're in exactly the right place because that is what we help you do. A lot of PTs are self-employed as well. So a lot of that is like, you've got to pay, you've got to save and pay tax on that. A lot of PTs have to pay rent to the gym they work in. So that's also like net off that income as well. So it's almost like you're running a business in many ways. That's actually your revenue because then you've got to pay rent to even operate. You've got to travel to the gym. There's all these sorts of things that are associated with just generating that, which if you're running a comparison of online to offline, it starts as, especially as you have saying with the cost of living crisis, like even if you could just not pay to commute anymore and your commute is walking to where your laptop is and opening it, that's saving. Even if you could operate the same income, but not have to pay rent, that's an improvement as well. hundred percent. So what the primary result that we help people do is go from whatever they're doing currently, maybe personal trainer on the gym floor or working outside of the industry entirely and get them to step one, which is matching their offline income with their online income. At that point, you've then, you've doubled your income. Great. But you've also given yourself a safe option of saying, right now I can go full into online coaching without feeling like I have to take this blind leap of faith and not knowing if I'm going to eat next month. And the way that we go about it is through a much more stable and predictable method compared to what a lot of business gurus will try and teach you and, you know, flashy 10, 20 K months in the beginning, but with very high volatility, very little ability to plan your life long-term. Yeah. So if you make this kind of pound for pound match where your online business is generating the same top line figure as your offline business, there's kind of multiple choices. You can leave offline entirely and earn the same, but work from home. You can keep both and you've doubled your income without doubling your hours. Or what a lot of people do is they keep their core favorite clients, a little bit of face-to-face -face time, but the financial pressure of face-to-face -face has been taken away by the online business. And you have this hybrid model where you work with the people you'd work with for free. Ultimately, if you won the lottery, you would retain those clients, but the online business is what's matched what you were doing before anyway. And you're continuing to still leave the house a couple of days a week, basically. Yeah. So certainly even if all you did was substitute your personal training income with online income, that's still a massive improvement in quality of life that mm. you can wake up when you want to, you can go to bed when you want to, you define the rules. And that's kind of a double-edged sword. We'll come on to that in terms of how does that factor as a personal trainer, you turn up, it's highly predictable. You're exchanging time for money, but you know that if you turn up at this place at a certain time, you can generate a fixed or relatively fixed income online. The reason there's no stats on this is that it's so variable making zero or making a loss up to making several million a year as an online mm. coach. But the key point is that's very much down to you. So it's important to ask yourself, like, do you want that? Do you want a job where your income is so determined by your inputs? Or do you want something that's much more, I turn up and I know exactly what I'm going to get each month with very little variability, but also very little upside. 
I think there are face-to-face PTs who don't even have that predictability as well. They'll turn up for a full day of sessions and half the clients won't show up or some people will cancel last minute or people leave because of their cost of living's gone up. But I think what there definitely is this predictability of like, if I'm in the gym and I walk the floor and I prospect, I'm quite likely to pick up clients. I'm quite likely to not earn zero. Whereas obviously online, there is that chance. If you do things wrong, there is the chance that it'll just flatline entirely. So yeah, you're in like a pool of potential leads, but I would say that the variability is downward sloping for offline because yes, you'd have to do really badly to get to hit zero, but you're never going to make a million as an offline PT. Like even if you go to Hollywood and you're training Christian Bale and these kind of guys, like you're going to be on good money, but how many personal trainers does Christian Bale need? (laughs) Or I mean, he's the only actor I've even heard of. Um, <laughs> but he's muscly and stuff, isn't he? So, funnily enough, I actually saw an Instagram ad the other day from the guy who trained Daniel Craig. You know who Daniel Craig is? James Bond. Yeah, former James Bond. But interestingly, he was selling the like principles to build 007, But it was through one of these third-party. You know what is that thing? Masterclass.com. Is that right? So they'd obviously taken him, basically taken some of his knowledge and put them into videos and, and downloads. And he was selling the course via them. And you look at it and you're like, man, like you are the guy who trained James Bond to be in James Bond shape. And you're still like, presumably up until this company came and contacted you, you were still just selling session. And it's like, you're at the top of your game, PT wise in the UK, like you can't really get any better. As you say, you're a Hollywood trainer. You're still just bound and limited by hours in your week, basically. That determines your income. Yeah, I did. I did spot that advert and you've seen it. Yeah. It did make me think like, Oh, I thought he'd have just been set for life. Yeah. So yeah. And most people, you're not going to be going to Hollywood to try and become a celebrity trainer. That's very much the moonshot approach (laughs) as an offline PT. Probably what you want is a bit more flexibility in your life, ability to spend more time with family, maybe travel a bit, have a bit more agency over your time and help more people at scale. And Online coaching is just the way to do that because anything that you build, you build it once and you can sell it twice. What we mean by that is you're using the leverage of the internet. If you can lean into using the tools you have available to make the gold standard version of an onboarding sequence or a bit of content or an advert or something, and then that can just copy and paste and basically be a robot version of you running in the background 24-7. So... The reason that most people don't end up doing that and the reason that things are so variable is that a lot of people will, they'll put on their offline hat. I've got my offline hat here. Here we go. This is now offline Yusuf. This is offline Yusuf. And they'll try and do that online. So Mm. some of the common mistakes just offline, well, I'm used to exchanging time for money in one-on-one sessions. So I'll do the same online. I'll just charge 50 pound for an hour for like a Zoom workout. Maybe I can get five people on the Zoom workout rather than one, but still time for money. Or I'll go around collecting kettlebell qualifications and precision nutrition level up and all that stuff because I really think that my clients care about whether I'm a level four or a level six kettlebell instructor. And linking from that, like if someone's used to walking around the gym and just slowly over a couple of years building up 30 clients through like people talking about it, I think people think that's what Instagram's going to be like. There's this like overweighting of I'll use social media. So like when I start online, 
I'm going to use my Instagram and I need to learn how to use my Instagram properly. And I really need to get more consistent with my content. Instagram's on a pedestal because that the way they've generated their business up to now is just by like being good at what they do. Walk into a gym full of the most engaged audience you could possibly access in your local area. And you're just there and you're just milling about and you just hope it works. You think, well, I'll just do that on Instagram and it'll work. But ultimately it doesn't. So there's this like offline mode in the online world and they just run up against problem after problem. It's almost a negative image. It's a flipped version because in a gym, you might have, as you probably know, typical gym might have 5,000 members and only 500 at best of those members are actually going to the gym more than once a month. So the people who are in the gym are the creme de la creme. They're the ones who are, they're a member, they're paying and they're actually turning up and training. Mm. Whereas on an Instagram feed, they're probably not training because they're scrolling the Instagram feed. Yeah. So they're the ones procrastinating. So that's one way to look at this. The other issue is that when you're working offline, you shouldn't really niche too hard because you're at the mercy of who lives within a 10 mile radius of your gym, who's actually turning up. So you've got to be a bit flexible and be able to work with Doris, who's 75 and Matt, who's 23 and wants to build muscle and Margaret, who's 50 and she's going through the menopause and she wants, you know, you have to have a bit of flexibility with that you need to do the opposite. You need to really sharpen the arrowhead and pick a specific type of person that you help and solve a very specific problem. So again, that's using the offline hat and trying to apply it online. So in, in terms of what determines, if we can't get like a specific figure over what an online PT will earn, I think the gauge that I use for what is realistic is if you've been able to generate 40,000, for example, per year in a gym consistently, then there's a decent chance you'll be able to do that online because ultimately, at least in the way that we teach things, it's about working with people on a goal that they have. And you've already got some experience doing that and retaining them and having them continue working with you. And a lot of that comes down to your skills as a personal trainer, your ability to communicate with people, you know, things that that it's a pretty good signal. And if you can figure out the marketing and the sales piece of it and the systems to manage the clients, chances are you'll be able to at least match it. But I think the biggest reason why people don't reach that point is they just lack any process in their business that has a like an input-output one-to-one relationship. In other words, when I do these things, this outcome happens. So if I do twice as many of these things or turn this dial up to two, I get two times the outcome. And we see so many examples of people who will feel like they're spending all day trying to grow their online business and seeing nothing off the back of it. They'll have turned up their effort because it's the new year and they've seen no increase in their clients and all what's happening is people are canceling and, and all that. And those are the people who kind of stay stuck at five to 10 clients and then ultimately leave online and just go back to face. So you need this like lever to pull. So when I do this, I know I get a client. So if I keep doing this, I'll keep getting clients. And that's a system you can predict and manage and scale. If you're thinking, what do you mean by an action that has a specific reaction? So usually... What a lot of business gurus will say is you just need to post more. It's, about, it's all about your Instagram story. You've got to use the right font on your Instagram story. You've got to post more Instagram. And that's because that's the only lever that they know. And so they think that if they tell enough people to do that, it's probably going to work for someone. So what most people end up doing is they go, oh, well, I need to double the rate of Instagram posts I do. And it doesn't double their clients. And then they're stuck thinking, well, how do I fix this? Because the Instagram algorithm is a bit unpredictable. It's kind of a, a roll of the dice. 
Mm. So that's not the way that the game is supposed to be played. And if you're worried that you're falling into that trap, we have another video called How to Spot a Cowboy Coach. And it also links to how we lost 10 grand on a, on a coin toss scam. But the way that we teach things is you have a predictable lead generation system that will get interest into your business. And once you've got that working, you know exactly that for every pound you spend, it's going to spit out pound fifty back. And so you can then pull the lever when you need more clients or when you want to scale things. We should do a video at some point on, it's like at the start of this year, we did a goal setting workshop with our clients. And I just wrote an email as an example of like what this looks like. So for example, if you have a goal of 30 clients and you run things in the way that we teach it, so you have this like process, we teach this 14 day system, 14 day sequence, leads go in one side and a percentage of clients come out the other you can just reverse engineer your goal from that. So it's like this year I want 30 clients because I know that I currently make three grand a month as a face-to-face personal trainer and I want to make three grand a month online. Okay, 100 pounds a month, that's 30 clients. If your 14-day challenge converts at 4%, that means you need 750 leads. So we can then chunk it down again and say, well, I'm going to run the 14-day challenge three times. I'm going to run it three times with 250 leads in each one. How much ad spend is that? When am I going to run the challenges? right, I'll stick those in my calendar. When am I going to turn the ads on? Right, I'll stick those dates in my calendar. Okay, how many ad bits of our copy do I need? How many images do I need? All right, I'll get those this week. And then suddenly you've taken this like broad thing of this year, I want to match my income into on Wednesday, I'm going to go and find three images and write three bits of our copy. And that, if assuming that works, you get 750 leads and 30 clients and you want 40 clients, you know that you need to do the same thing again, but turn it up and turn it up and turn it up. And it's as simple as that. And that's like taking the concept and giving you an actual example. That's what it looks like. And that's how we set goals with clients. It's so, so dialed in and specific compared to just post more, mate. That'll work, you know, So because it, it, it usually doesn't work posting more. And it's not because you're incompetent as a coach. You know, if, if you've done well offline in, in any discipline, you've got a set of skill set that is very valuable. And some of that does carry over quite well to online coaching. The parts that we can't teach is you generating a good result for your client and actually the coaching part. That's on you to level up your skill and work with people and build that. But when you move online, you open your laptop, right? Let's say you quit your job. Okay, I'm full-time online coach now. What do I do? Like there's infinite number of things that you could do in a day. And so it's very much about knowing, okay, here's a checklist of things that are definitely going, when I spend an hour doing this, it produces this result. And so I can do more or less of that, depending on how I want my income to look or how my lifestyle to look. And then everything's much more process driven. Well, and you you also think when things fit into a model, you kind of understand why you're doing it. So like we do these videos, for example, and we know that this is going to get, this is recorded and it's going to get put in various different places and the, the various different places that those bits of content live, they serve a specific purpose for a specific person who is in the pipeline at a specific point in their journey. So we need to say certain things to build a relationship with those people rather than I need to do some content today, but why doing content? I'll just get more eyeballs on my business. All right. And then what? Well, I'll get more, someone will click on the link in my link tree and download my lead magnet, my, you know, all right, what is that? What? And you, you start to like, you're doing lots of stuff, but you don't really know why. And you don't even really know what a success would look like. If, even if that did work versus these three things I'm going to do every day, 
because it fits into these three parts of the model and I understand why I'm doing it. Yeah. So you've got to know your numbers. Otherwise, okay, someone clicks on your link tree. How many people out of a hundred that click on your link tree go on to buy something? And if you don't know that, then there's another problem. Like you're sending people to a thing that you haven't validated whether it works or not. So, you know, this might sound overwhelming, but start simple. This is why we recommend building one offer, one funnel, one way, one entry point into your business. And then over time, you can start building the bells and whistles to build out your profitability. But it's hard enough getting one funnel optimized. And that's where you need to really know your numbers so that in the long run, you can say, right, I'm going to put this much cash into the top of it and it produces this much at the other end. Cool. So there is the roundabout answer for how much do online personal trainers earn. Sadly, there is just no reliable data for comparing salary for salary, but I can guarantee that if you can match your income as an online coach, pound for pound, massive improvement in quality of life, massive scalability potential, mm. and it's just more fun. So yeah, I think looking at what you earn now, whether that's in the fitness industry or not, and thinking I'm going to match that, we're yet to come across somebody where that's not achievable and doable and is has can be achieved and is achieved. And then if the key thing I think is if you achieve that in a way that we've just described, so you achieve that using a process that you know that if I just run this again, but turn up the dial, you can scale it beyond that, then you kind of, you're at base camp, right? It's like someone wants to step on a bodybuilding stage. Like, well, step one is let's build a training approach. Let's get your nutrition dialed in. Let's get a little bit leaner first. Then we'll talk about competing. And that's what's so frustrating about like the 30 grand month, the seven figure fit pro stuff. Cause it's like, that's fine. But at some point you're going to have to quit what you're doing and do this full time anyway. So why don't we just set that as a target? You can do the 30 grand month after that, like build up to it over time. But yeah. If you don't eat your meat, you can't have any pudding. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs>